Hey there, do you love pet content and want more of it? If so, please hit the subscribe button. Your support helps keep this content free and lets me know you're enjoying the show. So please hit that subscribe button and maybe even give us a review while you're at it. Thank you. Our pets have their quirks and routines. Cats in particular are notorious for their antics, which often take place at dawn and dusk, when felines are usually the most active. At Angela Kinsey's house, her cats, Oreo and Snickers, live up to that reputation. Snickers is just, she wants to nap. She wants to get cozy. She sees a blanket. She's like, I think we should be in it. And her nighttime antics go like this. She starts the evening out on my pillow. So at first, she just walks around my head. So the first thing she does is like, she's like, I'm just going to walk. I'm going to walk a little bit. I'm going to step on your hair awkwardly. Maybe I'm going to eat a little bit of your hair. Now you know what I think I should do? I think I should like just lay around your head like a hat. Maybe I'll take my back paws and go dig, 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 dig on the back of your head. Then once you start to drift off to sleep, I'm just going to crawl down your torso and I'm going to lay kind of awkwardly on like your hip sort of abdomen area. And then I'm sort of like half asleep. I'm like, oh, okay. And then I start to pet her belly, like eh, pet her belly, but I'm, I'm not really awake, but I'm petting her belly. And then she does this thing where she wraps all four of her claws around my hand. And I'm like, oh my God. So that's kind of how our evening starts. You might recognize Angela from her role on the long running sitcom, The Office. On the show, Angela played the cat obsessed Angela Martin, who famously once licked one of her cat's faces. Is she cleaning the cat with her tongue? Oh. Now listen, the real-life Angela loves Oreo and Snickers and would do just about anything for them, but she has her limits. Especially when it comes to Oreo, who, unlike her sister, has much more to do in the evenings. Oreo? No, no, no. Not gonna sleep. Not on my watch. I got rounds to make in the house. I've got things to explore, stuff to do. So we come downstairs in the morning. We're like, what are we going to find? Who knows? We have like a little bin in our kitchen next to the fridge. It's like a little cubby where we keep our recycled bags that we use for the grocery store. Guess who loves to sleep in it? Guess who loves to dig in it? Guess who loves to make it our home? And then sometimes after she's done sleeping in it, she just pushes them all out on the floor. All bags everywhere. So she does that. She does a lot of like chattiness like around 4 30 in the morning she needs to tell you things she needs to tell you about her evening so she's super chatty also if you shut the door like your bedroom door you're like you're too chatty i'm gonna shut the door she's like challenge accepted i will now spend the rest of the evening trying to pry the door off the hinges so we have to sleep with the door open And it's a good thing that door stays open because at 5.30 a.m., Oreo gets hangry. The best thing we've ever done is we got a feeder with a timer. We love Blue Buffalo's dry food. She likes the chicken and brown rice and also the salmon and brown rice for indoor adult cats. That whole Blue Tastefuls dry food line was a game changer for us because it just spits a little bit out. And so it's not her big breakfast, but it gets her to let like we get to sleep now I mean, basically, we get to sleep till 7. <laughs> but before, it was like 5 a.m. And those two hours change your life. But sleep isn't the only thing that has changed Angela's life. These cats, along with her two dogs and all the other animals Angela has had throughout the years, have helped shape and teach her valuable life lessons. 
After the break, we'll get into all the ways that Angela's pets have impacted her life. Plus, stay tuned to learn all about the cats from The Office and where the inspiration for the most famous cat on the show, Sprinkles, came from. Do you have a very good boy or girl who you want to reward with some special treats? If so, look no further than Blue Nudge's Chicken Jerky. My dog Teddy goes absolutely crazy for them, and can you blame him? They are slow, oven-dried, easy to tear, and packed with protein. And these tender treats are made with real USA chicken. With no artificial flavors or preservatives, Blue Nudge's Jerky Cuts are a healthy way to celebrate everyday moments. Get them wherever you buy treats, and if you haven't yet, download the Buddies app to earn rewards and connect with other pet parents like you. I'm glad that you got the feeder. My brother and sister-in-law, they have two cats as well. They got the automatic feeder. They got the automatic litter box. They got the automatic everything. They're like, these cats, they're good. They're set. They're We're good set. With them. <laughs> well, Snickers is super like finicky. She's finicky about mm-hmm. food. So we're really glad she likes the Blue Tasteful's wet food and the dry food. Yep. They both do. So that that's great. But she's so particular about her bathroom experience. It's like a whole thing. She We have to have two litter boxes because she doesn't go where Oreo goes and Oreo doesn't care. Okay. And then also, right. this, is like, this is like what happens. So <laughs> you know everything about your pets. The other thing is once she goes, she's got to get out of there. So it's like, yeah. she goes to the bathroom. Then no she's extra like, time. I gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta go. Get out of the way. <laughs> That's hilarious. That reminds me, you're a comedian, right? Like yeah. you come from comedy. You've mm-hmm. been in comedy for most of your life. Where do you find the humor in your cats? What What are some of the things that, you know, get you laughing I day mean, to day? Your cats need no comedian. They are just, <laughs> they're funny inherently, right? Just, I mean, there's so many things they do that crack us up. First of all, Oreo just looks ticked off all the time. Talk about like, you know, they used to say Angela Martin had resting mm-hmm. bee face. Yep. yep. Oreo <laughs> has resting bee face all the time. Mm-hmm. Even like, she's so happy. She just had some treats. She's super happy. We got some new catnip on her, you know, cat tree. She's having the best day. And you're like, Oreo, how's your day? And she's like, I hate everyone. And I everything. hate everyone. <laughs> and also, I mean, she's just a climber and a jumper and she's always getting into something. And we got takeout food the other night and mm-hmm. we left the takeout bag. It was a paper bag, but it had the handles. We, my husband yep. just left it on the floor. And all of a sudden, you would have thought it was like a five alarm fire. Like, get out of the house. Because we heard just like, bang, 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 bang. And like, bah. And she was in the bag and had like somehow gotten her head through one of the things and was running and the bag was behind her. (laughs) And, you know, then everyone gets up from the dinner table to see. It's like instant. I called delightful chaos. And then that Uh freaked out our two Chihuahua rescues who were like, hide, everybody, hide. You know, (laughs) it's just like constant craziness. And then Snickers makes me laugh because she is our Garfield. Like she does Mm -hmm. not want to exercise. She doesn't want to move. We have to get really creative on like, how are we going to get Snickers to move today? Who has an idea? Oh, I'll do the feather on the stick thing. Maybe that'll get her to move. And my favorite thing is she's been doing this thing and we finally got it on camera because, you know, you never have your phone near you when whatever it is is happening. happening. But we finally got it on camera. (laughs) She's been doing this thing where as she starts to groom herself, she starts to groom her back and then she bails. So like she's grooming her back and then she's like, nah, I'm done. And she just flops and puts both her feet in the air. And it's just ridiculous. Wait, who's behind you? That's Abe. Abe, come here, buddy. Abe, 
Where are you, bud? Abe. Oh my gosh, what a cutie. That's a puppy. So, uh, my, he's a puppy. My dog passed away about a month ago. Aww. And a shelter that I've been in touch with got in touch with me this past weekend, the weekend before, and they said, would you mind fostering? And I was like, what am I going to say? No, of course I'm going to foster this guy. Oh um, my gosh. And he's just stealing my heart. He right? is the cutest. You know, yes. my kids want one giant big floppy dog. And I'm like, okay, we <laughs> uh -huh. have two cats. The cats are bigger than the dogs, the chihuahua mm -hmm. mix. They're like, one's chihuahua terrier, which is just the right amount of crazy. And then the other one is yeah. a chihuahua dachshund. So we've got these two little dogs. We have two cats that are bigger than the two dogs. So the cats run the house. Some days yep. it's like an episode of National Geographic. It's like <laughs> the dogs are going to drink from their water. Oreo is stalking them from the top of the like, you know, dishwasher. And then mm -hmm. Snickers is coming around the corner. And I'm like, hey, little dogs, you're about to be full on attacked. <laughs> Do you not? Are right. you not aware? But the kids really want a big, giant floppy dog as well. And I'm like, okay. We're almost going to be outnumbered by the animals. Like, I don't, like oh my gosh. But we're, we're in big talks about it. I just, I, I was like, we need, maybe in the summer, because you need time at home, you know? Yes, exactly. You need time. If, if you got a puppy, like this is, like my dog, the one who passed away, he was 15 and he was the easiest dog in the world. Oh, yeah. Like he needed nothing. nothing. And this dog yeah. needs everything. <laughs> anyway, back to cats and their antics. Now, so you've talked about some of the nighttime antics. Are the cats generally also busy during the day? I mean, one you said likes <laughs> to go out on, on the catio. <laughs> um, Oreo is always busy. She's. I'm like, Oreo, when do you sleep? You're very busy. Um, <laughs> Snickers, her perfect day starts like this. Get up, eat, go to my cozy chair. They have a chair, like a nice chair I bought for our family room, like a nice like mm -hmm. upholstered chair. No, no, no. That is Snickers chair. <laughs> Go to cozy chair, sleep. Sometimes Oreo joins me. When she joins me, I'm going to lick her face for about 20 minutes. And then when I'm done making sure her ears are clean, I'm going to go back to sleep. And I'm going to sleep until it's time to eat lunch. And then I'm going to go back to sleep. <laughs> that is Snickers day. One of my favorite things to do is like go up to her and be like, hey, what you doing today? What you got going on? She's just like, <laughs> you know. And then Oreo is just busy, busy. So our challenge is to get Snickers up and moving. Although if we get a treat, that's yep, it. You've yep. never seen a cat run so fast. But that's that's about her biggest running moment. That and when she's stalking the little dogs. <laughs> I was going to ask, do do Oreo and Snickers play together or do they play with the dogs? Like, do they interact a lot? They play together. They get the zoomies. They play together. Mm -hmm. um, and then they really have great teamwork on how they're going to attack the dogs. Um, at least <laughs> a few times a week, there's a full sort of like... You know, they're like doing like the spy moves. They're like, you got me. Mm -hmm. I got you. OK. You know, and they're um, plotting and hiding. And the dogs are uh, we have one little dog named Buster who is terrified of them. If he walks through <laughs> the living room through them and the two of them watch him walk all the way through, he will he will go uh, like make a huge banana clear out of his way behind the back of the couch all the way around to get to the other side. Whereas our other dog, Biscuit, she's a little older and she's sassy. And she's like, you mm -hmm. want some of this? Bring it. So <laughs> we do have a lot of that happening. They sort of get along. I mean, but they, they have like their turf. Like, hey, this is mm -hmm. my turf. You don't come here. 
The other night, I couldn't believe it. My husband was like, oh my gosh, what is happening? The little dogs were on the couch, kind of up by my, we were watching a movie, they were by my shoulder and Oreo laid at my feet. And they were like eyeball to eyeball. I'm not very big guys, I'm short. So, you know, they were basically, (laughs) you know, four and a half feet apart from one another. And they Mm -hmm. stayed there through the whole movie and no one like got up and tried to attack anyone. So I was like, what's happening? Are they all like finally going to get along? Give a chance, guys. It's great. I know. (laughs) That's amazing. So how long have you had all of your pets and what was it like to bring new pets into the fold at different points? Oh my gosh. Well, I had, so we're a blended family. So we blended two households, two families with children (laughs) and two pet families. So I had Otter, who was my cat, who was 21. I don't know if you watched Game of Thrones, but we called her the White Walker. (laughs) I say her. I thought Otter was a boy for years. The vet had told me it was a boy. Otter was a rescue. They told me it was a boy. And then Mm -hmm. the last year of her life, I took her to the vet and they were like, you know, it's a girl. I was like, what? (laughs) For 20 years, you called him him? And so, (laughs) and then, so sometimes I refer to it as he and then she, I'm like, oh my gosh. But anyway, I had Otter who was 21, AKA the White Walker. And then my husband had Snickers and Oreo, which he had adopted. And then I had Biscuit and Buster. Um, So it went Otter first, then I adopted Biscuit. They were fine, but they just stayed away from one another. And Mm -hmm. then I brought in Buster and Buster just drove everyone crazy from the minute he arrived here. (laughs) Minute he arrived here, he was a rescue and everyone was like, who are you? Please stop. He is a whimperer. And that even when he's Mm -hmm. happy, he's just like, (laughs) so he'll slowly drive you crazy. And then when Josh and I got married, when we all moved in together, then we had to slowly get all of these animals acquainted. And that was a real process. Like at first we did the thing, yeah. you know, we talked to our vet about it and I was living here and he moved in. So we were the established animals. So the right. new animals were in their cages, you know, Oreo mm-hmm. and stickers. And then everyone got to smell each other and kind of hiss at each other for a bit. And then we let the cats out in a very small room. We have a very small mm-hmm. front bedroom that was a guest room at the time. So that got to be their room for like a week. And then slowly they came out into the kitchen. And so you know how it is. Like, it, I think it was like three weeks before they ever went upstairs. They were like, uh-huh. <laughs> you know, but that and slowly then the testing thing, the waters. Yeah. And then the big thing was um, figuring out how to feed them because Snickers I would always leave a little bowl out because the dogs are really good. My little dog's about not binging. So I'd always leave a little bowl of dry food out. They also eat um, blue buffalo. They do the dry food. And um, Snickers loves it and would eat Mm -hmm. all of it. So then we had to start figuring out. And then also the cat food, we have to put it up. We have a back little pantry area. So that's where their food is. So the dogs don't eat it. So it was like this whole thing of like, how are we feeding these animals? Because they keep eating each other's food. Oh, man, that yeah, that's a process. And and how long did it take till everybody settled in finally? Gosh, I think it was a few months. It was not. I mean, you know, we <laughs> blended two human households way quicker and easier than we did <laughs> yeah. the animal <laughs> like family. Blending. At least the humans you could talk to. You can I have know. a conversation. Let's, with let's, them. Let's like, this is what's out. happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, 
Speaking of being a human, you're a busy person. You have a podcast of your own. You're a working actress. I think I follow you on Instagram. You're just in like Vancouver doing mm -hmm. doing something with Jenna. So how do you keep uh, your pets happy, healthy, engaged as a busy person who's going here, there and everywhere? Well, normally one of them is in my lap. I don't have one of them mm -hmm. in my lap right now because I was very worried you know, there would be like some cat dog like craziness where they decided mm -hmm. right now during your podcast that they were going to tear the house apart. So normally right. I have an animal with me at all times. Like we sort of joke. I said, I'm just animal furniture. Like I'm actually not a person. I'm actually a piece of furniture. <laughs> yep. So I usually have an animal on me at all times. We snuggle and cuddle. And I work about four days from home now with the podcast when I'm not traveling. Okay. So I'm not going to an office and coming back. So they're, they're with us a lot. And it's very interesting because of the pandemic and the lockdown and all of us starting to Zoom from home. They mm -hmm. have gotten even more attached to us. And when we leave, when we get out suitcases... The first person, well, person, the first animal to lose it, they're like people in my mind, is Biscuit. She's like, she starts pacing, pacing, oh no, suitcase, yep. suitcase, suitcase. And then Oreo, like, will just start sniffing the luggage. Oreo wants to sleep in the luggage, like live in, mm -hmm. like while we're trying to pack. And um, it's really interesting. They just all get a little nervous when it's time to go. Yeah. And then when we come home, Oreo is not, is going to punish us. <laughs> Like the dogs are so <laughs> quick to be like, you're home. Yay, yay, yay. We missed you. Snickers is like, hey, want to snuggle? You were gone. Oreo's like, no, I'm not looking at you. I'm not making eye contact with you. <laughs> I'm not going to look at you. You left me. And so they all have like their personalities. But, you know, I'm so fortunate because we are a big family and we also have a very loving um, woman who's like our family. Her name is Anna and she pet sits and house sits for us. And she is like family and she's so close with our animals that I feel so good when we do have to go away that mm -hmm. um, they have such a loving person here with them. So, but they don't like it. They don't like the suitcases, yeah. you know? That's for sure. So you mentioned you have a pet sitter. Are there any other products, services, things that help you as a pet parent make life easier? Of course. One of the things I meant to say when we um, go out of town, I take one of my T-shirts or my or uh, one of my husband's shirts, like an old shirt, but I make mm -hmm. sure it's like been in my laundry or I've worn it, you know, just like a, a kick around shirt, I call it. Right. And I put it um, where they sleep. Yeah. And so they it like smells that. smells like you. Yeah. Yeah. The things we love are the cat feeder for early morning. Mm -hmm. That will mm -hmm. change your life if you have an early riser like Oreo. And then also... Basically, both of our cats, they love dry food and they do, they like wet food too. They'll eat both. But Snickers loves wet food and she'll eat a lot of it and she gets a lot of hydration out of that. But Oreo, we kind of have to watch because Oreo would rather eat dry food all the time. So we wanted to make sure they were getting enough water and we bought a little cat fountain. It's like a, you know, mm -hmm. rather than just having a bowl of water, both Oreo and Snickers both kind of like to play with their water. Oreo in particular, because Oreo likes to play with everything. She's just a very mischievous, busy, busy little cat. <laughs> so she's playing with her water. That also means she's going to drink it. So it's this little fountain. It's super cute. In the middle, it has a little flower and it kind of mm -hmm. shoots the water out. And when we first got it, I constantly thought that there was a sink running in the house. <laughs> but I realized it was just their little fountain. But we put it back in the corner of the pantry where their food is. And that has helped a lot. 
And when we went to the vet for their last checkup, they're like, okay, great. They're, they're doing well with drinking water and they're healthy. And, you know, I'm very conscientious about what my family eats, what my kids eat. My husband mm-hmm. is a baker. He's a real foodie. So, and he's always, you know, trying to make things that are delicious, but healthy for us. And that's how we feel about right. our pets too. And Blue Buffalo uses natural ingredients and you know, it's going to be nutritious. They're going to get protein, but they also like it. So that makes me feel good. Have you heard about the true blue effect? It's pretty cool. And I've seen my dog Teddy thrive because of it. What I'm talking about are the seven benefits your dog could experience from the key ingredients in blue life protection formula. We're talking about healthy muscle development, immune system health, skin and coat health, healthy digestion, joint health, strong bones, And the one I see most of all in Teddy is vibrant energy for an active life. All of this is thanks to the quality ingredients in Blue Life Protection Formula. Try it now. Yeah, that was one of the things I wanted to ask you because feeding in particular is one of the most important ways that we all interact with our pets. Mm -hmm. So having your pet have a good, healthy diet that they enjoy is so critical. So I'm glad to hear that they are loving the tastefuls. Yeah, they really do. I mean, so much so that we have to really be careful when we feed the dogs and the cats because mm-hmm. Snickers is going to try to eat both. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm curious, we've talked to some experts on the show. Mm-hmm. Can you train a cat? Have you trained any of your cats to do anything? <laughs> oh, my gosh. My husband would love nothing more than to train a cat to walk on a leash. We finally got this little backpack that has like mm-hmm. a little mesh front, or you can take the mesh front off and you can put this dome with little holes in it. And we take Uh Oreo for walks like that. And Oreo is so into it. Snickers is like, no, 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 I'm not going anywhere. But (laughs) Oreo is really into it. So, and then the other thing really is like, um, Oreo is a big climber. And so we got this massive cat tree. It's so big. And we were trying to figure out where to put it in our house and it didn't fit anywhere. (laughs) And also if we put it like in a hallway or something, the cats weren't using it. So we moved it kind of as a joke one night. We're like, what if we put it in the kitchen? I'm like, we can't have it in the kitchen. My husband put it in the corner away from where we cook. They love Mm -hmm. it. They love it. And so he's got this thing that he does now. Like he kind of goes, Oreo. And she jumps right to the top of it. Now we've given her little treats at the top. Mm -hmm. Um, So Oreo, I think we could, there's some promise there. Snickers, Mm -hmm. no. She's like, I'm not doing anything for anybody. (laughs) She barely moves. She barely moves. (laughs) Give me a snack, but don't make me jump for it. (laughs) That's amazing. Now I want to talk just a little bit more about you personally. Tell me a little bit about just generally, where did your love of animals come from? What have you always had animals in oh your life? Talk, talk to me about that personal history. Sure. I mean, I, I can't remember a time in my life when we didn't have pets. My family mm-hmm. always had pets. Um, I have this little picture of me and my mom. And it's a really old picture. I, you know, I was born in 71. So it's probably, I was probably like four years old. And my mom has that classic, like, oh my gosh, like the, um, the bewitched hairstyle where it goes like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. It, you yeah. know, like the swoop. Up and out. Yep. Yeah, up and out. <laughs> My mom has that haircut and I'm sitting next to her and I'm tiny and I'm holding a little kitten, you know? So there's mm-hmm. just always animals. Um, my family has a farm and they have animals. I mean, all kinds of animals, but they always had an indoor kitty. My mom has a cat named Mustache Kitty because it's a black tuxedo, but it has a little white mustache. It's the cutest uh-huh. thing. 
and I love Mustache Kitty. And and then we always also had like barn cats, you know. So we just always had cats around. My sister has three or four cats now. My sister might be the OG Angela Martin because she really <laughs> loves cats, has a lot of cats. And then, you know, my husband had cats too, but I've, I've just always had animals. As long as I can remember, we had a dog and a cat combo. And I just think having pets is so good for the soul. And it's so good for children to grow up with pets and to grow up caring mm-hmm. for something else and having to put some animals needs ahead of yours, you know, just some of that self-sacrifice that comes for caring for something. Yeah. And, um, for sure. you know, are they, you know, like I was saying, they really want this big floppy dog, but I was like, this is going to be an all hands on deck effort. Okay. Right. Because my husband does the litter box and I do the cat, uh, the dog poop. That's how we've divided it up. Right. And, um, yeah. And I said, but big floppy dog kids, you're like teenagers <laughs> now. Big floppy dog's Mm going to need lots of walks and stuff like that. So um, there is a real like learning, life learning like skills that come with having a pet and being a good pet owner. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's a, it is, it's it's all consuming, especially at first. And you got to make sure that they're being taken care of. If you get a young, young cat, young dog, mm-hmm. it's it's going to take some time and there's a lot of responsibility, but they're also the best friends you'll ever have. The best so. friends. We had cats and dogs growing up and we had a yellow lab named Buck. I got, I adopted my roommate and I in college, uh, adopted two dogs and then we adopted a cat and um, our cat's name was Slick. I don't know why we named it Slick. <laughs> um, it loved, if you took a bath, it loved to like dip its tail into your bathtub. <laughs> so I had pets in college. I had pets after college. I had pets, you know, I've just always, always had pets. And I think it's because mm-hmm. I grew up that way, you know? Right. Yeah. I, I think it's hard for people to have pets and then not have them later in life. Oh, Yeah. And I think it's easier for people who didn't have a pet to get one and then be like, oh, mm-hmm. I get it now. I understand. This yeah. is amazing. And I even see now as, um, you know, I'm I'm one of four girls and I'm, um, I was late in life surprise baby. So my mom <laughs> mm-hmm. and dad um, were high school sweethearts and got married at the, you know, as teenagers, like 18 years old, had, had their girl, their first three girls very young. And then years later, I'm like, uh, there's a, 15 year age difference between me and my older sister. Oh, wow. Then they had me. And, um, you know, I, I think I, I'm now seeing my mom, uh, my dad has passed away, but my mom and my sisters are aging, you know, um, mm-hmm. and they all have pets. And I see what joy their pets are bringing them as they even have these later years in their life. And now listen, if any of my sisters hear this, they'll be like, how dare you? I'm in my 60s. <laughs> um, and my mom's in her 80, early 80s. But but they are a source of comfort. And there's always some story, you know, I'll call home mm-hmm. and my mom will be like, well, your sister's dog did this. And then, you know, her cat did this and they're all up about it. And, you know, it's like, there's always a story. <laughs> There's always something. Mm -hmm. Speaking of stories, as an actor, Mm -hmm. you've had to work with animals. You've had to work with them as part of the plot, as part of the so many cats, the characters that you've played. So many cats. (laughs) So I want to know what's that experience like when they're when you're on set. You're trying to work. How do you work with an animal? First of all, animal wranglers are amazing. (laughs) Like truly, we had these two women that had the cats, they had trained them and they had like little 
you know, like a clicker thing the clickers, and a treat yep. thing. And um, their cats were amazing. They're professionals. They were working. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and um, they were great. And um, I'm, I'm always just amazed at how um, an animal trainer will get an assignment with a script with one of their animals and then how they weeks prior to the episode shoots, sometimes it's like a month out or even more, they will work with that animal every day to get it mm-hmm. to do that one trick, right? Right. And so I'm always amazed by that and by their dedication. And then just how like animals that, you know, are so smart and they can learn things. I mean, I don't know if when I look at Snickers, I think that, but I know Oreo (laughs) can learn a trick um, or want to at least. So I was always fascinated by that process of it. And then also very respectful of it because if the cat is working you know, how you interact with a working animal, you know? So in between takes, how I could get the cat to feel comfortable around me, I would pet it or, you know, just make sure the cat felt really comfortable. A lot of times when I had a scene with a cat, I would go in early in the day and spend time with it so that Mm -hmm. I wasn't so foreign to it when we started rolling. And then just some of the hilarious things that aren't, aren't according to plan that happen. Um, I did lick a cat's face in one office episode, and that was uh-huh, not scripted. Uh-huh. It just happened on the wow. day. The director thought it would be funny. <laughs> um, our director came over to me, and they kept saying, you know, you're just going to be crawling around with the cats and talking to them. You're not going to like, you know, you can pick one up or pet them, but that's about it. And then the director came up to me, and they're like, because, um, you know, back at the office, Oscar and Kevin are watching Angela on her cat cam. Yeah. So they kind of wanted something really like with a strong comedic button. <laughs> Um, that they mm-hmm. could witness and be like, oh, my gosh, she is such the crazy cat lady. <laughs> so the director was like, how do you feel about, you know, like it's in the script that she licks the face. But they said I didn't have to. It, the camera would be far away and I could kind of just fake, fake right. it. They're like, how yeah, about we're, we've kind of pushed in close. I was like, I knew it. And they were like, just one <laughs> take, one take. And then, you know, they asked the cat wranglers if it was OK. And they said yes. And I licked this cat's face. And the poor cat was like, I mean, it was fine, you know. Um, I mean, if you told me that my cat had something, you know, some kind of thing on its face and the only way to cure it would be that I have to lick its face, I would be like, what? Okay, I'll do it. Give me a glass of of water. So So I I totally believe that Angela Martin would have some kind of way of interacting with her cats where she felt like she was also a cat. So that was kind of wild, that that whole experience. And I used to always joke like, you know, a regular like sort of nine to five job, like my sister's a school teacher. So, you know, she comes home and you're mm-hmm. like, what'd you do today? Well, you know, today we had school assembly and we had craft mm-hmm. stations in the elementary <laughs> and I worked recess lunch. What about you? Well, I crawled on the floor with a bunch of cats today and then I licked <laughs> one's face. <laughs> and then next week I'm going to throw one into the ceiling. <laughs> By the way, my favorite episode of all time Save is uh, stress, stress <laughs> release. Yeah, stress relief. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ah, so good. That's amazing. And I'm sure it was. Well, I'm not sure, actually. Was it fun for everybody to have animals on set or were there some who were like, oh, I think no, everybody was always uh, it's always fun to have that energy on set. I mean, Joe Bennett's character had those two giant Great Danes, the two giant dogs. Yeah. <laughs> and they were so chill. They are mm-hmm. massive. They are so enormous. And they would just lay on the set just like it was up. They were amazing. <laughs> um, 
we also had my gosh we had a lot of we had a porcupine um mm-hmm. at christmas that was everyone was like okay who's holding it okay like let's make sure the porcupine <laughs> is happy and then right. of course we had tons of cats i mean i opened a drawer tons and there was a cat inside yeah. There was a cat. There was, there was Andy had all the birds that one episode. Oh, all the birds. So oh, birds. forget it. What about the Christmas episode where he did, you know, the on the 12th day of Christmas? Yes, did, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was like all these animals. So many animals. Amazing. Angela, I think we've hit on just about everything. Is there anything we forgot to mention? Anything you want to mention? I was very thankful when Blue Buffalo reached out because the, they are our cat food and dog food of mm-hmm. choice, you know, and... I was I was like, oh my gosh, this is just an instant yes, and it's something I can feel good about, and I something we do in our home, and I can organically share about, and um, and I was just really thankful. You know, um, I've had people ask me, do you get tired of being recognized as Angela Martin or you know Angela from the Office? And I'm like, never, never. It was mm-hmm. like such a fun chapter of my life, and it's just an abundance of riches and happiness, you know, that I get to remember the show and. If people remember me as the cat lady for the rest of my life, I'm totally fine with it. And I am a cat mama in real life. I'll always have a cat. I know that. And so I'm happy. I'm happy to be known as a cat lady. (laughs) I'm happy. I'm so thankful that you joined me and uh, joined the show. If I now, if I can get Taylor Swift, I will have my two favorite cat people ever on the show. Swifty, I would love. Oh my gosh, if you get Taylor (laughs) Swift, can I just pop in and say hi to her? Absolutely. You're you're my co-host. I'll that like day. pop in like like look like here's the thing I had on my desk all nine seasons of The Office. It was there on the very first day. I improvised the whole part about Sprinkles having a birthday in the parking lot. I uh-huh. made that up. And I made little invitations <laughs> for amazing. everyone. I was just doing that in the background and that's how Sprinkles was born. And I gave Jenna <laughs> as Pam one of the little invites to Sprinkles birthday and yeah. then she improvise that in a scene and then the writers came and talked to me and they're like what is this and I'm like I figured this woman you know and it was all because this was on my desk so it was like the prop department informing me and then me mm-hmm. using the props that they had put on my desk to create a character along with the writers of the show I was like I think this is a woman that would have found a cat in the parking lot and would have adopted it and would throw a birthday yep. party for it um, <laughs> and I gave everyone the little post-it I made but Jim on purpose I was just in the background passing out papers and they're like why didn't you give one to Jim and I said because I figured he'd be a smart aleck about it um, and it all somehow made its way into the show but this was has been on my desk this was on my desk wow. as Angela Martin and it has always had a little chip on it and it's just yep. holds paper clips. I and, love um, it. And that that's was the inspiration. sitting on my desk <laughs> and I looked at it and um, the director asked me to pass out papers in the background of a scene. And I said, does it matter what I pass out? And he said, no. And I was doodling <laughs> and I had drawn this little cat. Actually, what was so amazing when the show wrapped, Brian Baumgartner had kept the post-it note and had it taped to his side of the partition. Mm-hmm. And he gave it to me. And I, I still have it. And I actually, wow. um, they scanned it and put it in our book, The Office BFFs. So, That's um, so wonderful yeah. that you, so, you have that from like day one. I know. I know. And, All because of a little sprinkles cat paper was holder. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's amazing. All right. Well, Angela, we have two orders of business. The first being, is there any organizations, resources, anything that you would want to point people to, to support or to even learn more about you? Oh, 
That's so lovely. Um, well, you know, one of the things I always say is that if you can, um, you know, look in your neighborhood for any adoption, uh, animal adoptions that are some of the smaller animal adoption um, places, because they're usually run by the most amazing people um, who really put the animals first. And um, I have, you know, we have four pets. We have one, I, you know, biscuit we got at the pound, you know, mm -hmm. um, my cats, yep. Otter and Lucy were the cats I had. Um, before Snickers and Oreo, and I got them through Much Love Animal Rescue. It's a local mm -hmm. rescue in Los Angeles. But your neighborhood will have some type of lo local rescue. It's a great place to make a donation to as well, because a lot of those people are just working out of their homes, fostering animals like you're doing. Mm -hmm. Yep. <laughs> and um, and then if you guys want to learn more about me, I'm pretty active on Instagram. I like to you know show you my hummingbird feeders <laughs> and what my animals are up to that day. And also, uh, Jenna Fisher and I do a podcast every week called Office Ladies. It's a rewatch podcast where we rewatch an episode of The Office. We reach out to the cast and crew. We get all the behind the scenes details. Plus, we talk a lot about just being best friends. So if you want to come hang out with us on Wednesdays, we'd love it. Highly recommend The Office Ladies, by the way. Um, and last question, mm -hmm. which potentially is the hardest question of all. If you could be any animal, what <laughs> animal would you be? What would be your favorite activity? Oh, my gosh. I always say if I could be any animal, I'd want to be Snickers because my cat <laughs> Snickers. Because, I mean, her every need is provided for her. She gets mm -hmm. lots of snuggles and love. She has a chair that's just hers that she naps in. <laughs> and literally, her day is like so simple and peaceful. So I think Snickers. I love it. Amazing. Angela, this has been so much fun. Thank you again for joining us. Thanks so much for having me. I wish you guys all the best. You've been listening to Life with Pets, the show that combines real pet stories with proven guidance from pet professionals. I'm your host, Hillary Georgie, and I hope this show has been a great resource for you as a pet parent. If you like what you've heard, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast platform. And don't forget to download the Buddies app. This episode was produced by the team at mission.org.